what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. U.S. health advisors want you to know your health coverage does not have to be complicated. If you aren't happy with your insurance plan, there are unlimited and comprehensive medical plan options available to you right now. U.S. health advisors offer solutions which can't be found anywhere else. They can even offer you the ability to purchase more coverage if and when you need it. U.S. Health Advisors offers fair rates and no surprises. Sounds nice, doesn't it? If you'd like to know more, contact U.S. Health Advisors at 828-554-3032 or by email at daniel.bryant at ushadvisors.com. Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hello, everybody. So in case you're new, I'm 24 years old, and I love watching The Bachelor, and I've convinced my dad that he should love watching The Bachelor, too, so he decided the best way to really embrace the show is for us to get to talk about it every week. So this is why we're here. We have some um, generational differences on how we view the show so um, we're going to get into it. I overall thought it was an interesting episode. It wasn't as thrilling as I was hoping for, but we can get into that. Um, do you want to just start with our highs and lows, Dad? Well, let's, let's, let's start with that. And, uh, you know, and as, as our, our longtime listeners know, you know, I've, I have watched uh, the show with you before, but uh, until this season, I always had a hard time getting through all the episodes. But uh, in you know, because uh, we're providing a high quality podcast product, I'm I'm doing my best to to do that. So anyway, uh, so what did you think were the highlights of this week's show? Well, my first high was the girls' reaction to going to Cleveland. I thought that was super funny. They were you could hear the crickets. Chris Harrison really hyped it up. He's like, we're going to go on a journey around the world and find love. And it really fell flat starting that journey off in Cleveland. Well, and, and I, and, and I also recognize that. I didn't know if that was a highlight or a low light, but it was, it, it certainly made an impression on them. And it seems like they assumed they were going to go to some beautiful exotic Island or beach or something. And, and uh, when when our friend Chris Harrison said you're going to Cleveland, Ohio, yes, it fell a bit flat with the girls. Well, I put it as a high because I thought it was funny, and there were like there were enough lows this this episode, so I just went as a high. Uh, what's one of your highs? I, you know, I, I struggle to find highs in many of these episodes. Uh, you know, so I will say. I one of, one of the highs that I recognized was Sammy getting ready to play football. You know, Sammy is the one that I think was a wrestler in. in Tammy. Oh, Tammy, Tammy, Sammy. Yeah, that one. Uh, like, who the heck is Sammy? <laughs> I, I like Sammy better than Tammy. But anyway, uh, she said, "I like football and I like contact." I'm going to tackle a lot of bitches. I really, I, I really appreciated her enthusiasm and and uh, thought she was ready to go. So for for me, uh, the fact that she was ready to to inflict some pain on the other girls, I I I enjoyed that. 
Yeah, I definitely would want Tammy as a teammate and not an opponent in that situation. But one of my highs was also the football group date. What a riveting game we had ending in a tie on the very last play. Like we can only hope that the Super Bowl will be that interesting this Sunday. This is true. Uh, you know, we're hoping for a good game. Of, of course, the Super the Super Bowl won't end in a tie. And, and I, I scratched my head a little bit thinking, you know, should there be some sort of overtime or tiebreaker? Because you have to admit having that group date with 13 girls 13. was yeah. sort of, I'm sure we'll discuss it. I don't know if it qualifies as a low light, but it didn't seem to be very well thought out. You would, you would have thought well, they might have resolved that. I think the producers might have uh, known that Aleo was coming back that night. And the more girls around for that, the better drama would happen. So th- there might have been a little producer intervention there about no, t- no overtime going on. You're, you're not suggesting that the producers fixed the outcome of the game, just that they were happy to accept a tie. Yes, I, I think so. I don't think that they could really control how the game went down. But once it tied, they're like, yeah, we don't need to keep playing. But uh, I also really enjoyed at the after the game when uh, the, the yellow team that tied it up at the end, the Killer Bees or whatever, they were in their locker room toasting with their champagne and they had their helmets off and they just looked so disheveled. And I, I don't think that's what they anticipated America to see them as when they decided to go on The Bachelor wearing like pads and being super sweaty. So I, I put that as a high. I thought it was entertaining. Okay. Well, I, I, that's good. Uh, that's fine. And, and I wish this was my original thought, but I did read somewhere uh, that uh, perhaps that was the first time that any team has got to drink champagne in the Cleveland locker room, speaking of the lack of success that the uh, Cleveland Browns have had there. Well, did you know the two players that they introduced at the beginning? Because I didn't know who they were. I I, I knew who the no. I knew who they were. I I, you know they they I have been retired for some time. Uh, You know, and with that said, I you know I watch lots of sports, so I sort of assumed that uh, you know I've seen all these silly commercials with Baker Mayfield walking around the grounds. I was willing to see Baker Mayfield. They were in his his home. That's right. Take care of his house, and you'd think you'd want to be there if there were going to be thirteen hot chicks around. Well, well, Baker's a married man, but uh, I I was sort of expecting him to 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 stroll out at some point in time. So sorry we missed out on that. What's uh, any lowlights that you've got uh, that you'd like to share? Yeah, so I guess my my first one was Peter looking like an absolute dope during his date with Victoria F while they were dancing to the at the Chase Rice concert and Victoria and Chase were like making eye contact. They knew what was going on and Peter's just throwing his hands up dancing like he doesn't care. He just looks like a complete fool. So I, I feel bad for the guy. Like he's the lead of the show. The producer should be looking out for him, but uh, he he was living in his ignorant bliss, and it was pretty pathetic. Well, I, I did also have as a low light this whole situation. To, to to me, the whole thing struck me as we've entered the realm of professional wrestling here. In that, number one. What are what is the chance? What are the odds? What is the coincidence that this fellow that used to date Victoria F just happens to be the 
the singer, the talent, the the entertainment for this date. And then number two, what are the odds that out of how many women are left, 15, 17 women, he just happens to choose Victoria F. to go on to on this date and, and see that. So it just sort of struck me as, you know, this is very... I don't know if contrived is the right word because it, Peter did seem to be Captain Oblivious to the whole thing and didn't yes, know what was it's going very on. Set up by the producers. Yeah, so I, I felt Victoria very, F I felt very manipulated. Not, Victoria F would never have had a one-on-one date if Chase Rice was not performing at that one-on-one date, and they hadn't dated in the past. You know, the devil works hard, but the Bachelor producers work harder. I think that's uh, I I think that is well said, you know, so I you know, I, I must think that the producers uh were saying hey hey Pete you uh we've got a great day. You really need to take Victoria F on this one, you know. We'd really like to to see that and you know, it just doesn't seem as organic as I thought it might, although, you know, it's probably very very stupid for me to think that any of this is organic. Yeah, well, so my next low, it was kind of a roller coaster low because it sort of ended in a high, was Kelsey having a one-on-one date. Um, my first thought was, why? Um, Champagne Gate never really wrapped up, and she's already shown us that she's nuts. And Peter's like, yeah, I want some one-on-one time with this girl. Like, that sounds like a good idea. I don't understand it. But their date actually went pretty well, I think. They seem to connect with each other and they both cried at dinner and we know that Kelsey's a crier. So maybe they're going to make a good match. Like crazy champagne girl has come pretty far and I don't really understand her arc or how we've gotten here, but it sort of ended on a high for me considering the rest of the episode. Well, I, and, and you know, they, they seem to get along and I, I was also scratching my head saying, uh, you know, and I was watching it with your good sport, the mom who was sort of helping me. I said, which girl is that? And she's like, that's the crazy champagne girl. And I'm like, yeah, you know, did we just forget about that whole episode where she was totally Psycho. nuts? You know, and, yeah. And, and, and Pete either has a very short memory or we've all, yeah, all swept that under the. Yeah, short-term memory. Last. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Okay. Well, that's, I'm glad he's fine playing. Bring plans. it up. Okay. I don't know. I. I would have guessed that out of the champagne gate with Hannah Ann and Kelsey, who was going to get a one-on-one date first, 100 bucks on Hannah Ann. Never would have thought Kelsey would have, would have beat her out there. Well, the other low light that I wrote down was uh, Victoria P. Yeah, this mm-hmm. whole, I love football, but my back hurts, so I don't want to play, and I'm going to sit with you and sort of snuggle up the whole time while these other chicks are, you know, you know, tr- killing each other out there and are all getting bruised up. I thought, I thought that was a pretty low move. Yeah, yeah. I've, I have some things to say about Victoria P. later, but she, she did not look good this episode. She, she looked good last week. She looked good during her one-on-one. And I feel like the real Victoria P is finally coming out to play. So uh, my last low light um, is Peter is really lacking confidence as the bachelor. And he seems pretty weak to me. Like he's too worried about what the girls want instead of what he wants. It's like any, whoever talks to him last, he just thinks is right. And so he's very wishy-washy and I don't blame him when he says that he's worried all these girls are just going to get up and walk out. Cause like 
I, I he's not doing a great job as the lead, but honestly, I don't care if all these girls walk out on him because then it would force him to go back to Hannah Brown. And at this point, I don't care how my dream of them getting together happens. I just want it to happen. So Peter, keep, keep sucking. Cause we're going to get you to Hannah one way or another. All right. All right. Well, we, we always like to talk about the, any right reasons, wrong reasons, uh, in, in, in our podcast. So did you, did you, I always struggle for right reasons. Did you, uh, did you see I got any? a good one this time. Go for it. My right reason winner is Chase Rice, the I, country singer. He, I like Chase Rice. I, I'd never heard of him before, but uh, I, you know, I, I liked him. I, I like his country music. I thought he, you know, he's just a good old Southern boy going on The Bachelor to promote his music. He's not trying to get involved in all of this drama. And I think he was a stand-up guy through it all. He could have easily thrown Victoria under the bus when he was talking to Peter, but he took the high road. And he kept telling Victoria, he's like, do what you want to be happy. Like, you do what you got to do. Um, however, he has done interviews since this happened. And he said that he was totally blindsided by the situation. And he was pretty pissed off about it. So uh, I, I would be too if I were him. But he, he wins my Right Reason Award for the week. Well, I, I, I admire the fact that he... He seemed to handle the situation as well as one could, and he sort of adhered to the bro code of uh, of not saying anything negative about Victoria or really saying anything to Pete about it. So, so kudos to what's his name again? Chase Rice. All right, I'll look him up on Spotify. Okay, so, great. You know, and, so and did you have any right reasons? Well, the the you know my, you know my idea of right reasons are just trying to to find any morsel of authenticity in this uh, in this mess of a show so you know uh, the two I came was at the end I appreciated the fact that Natasha and DeAndre uh, DeAndra. her uh, were calling out Peter because they were busting ass on the football fee- uh, the football field and and then he felt like he could just give the the rose to Alea you know so I, I I appreciated the fact that they said what was on their mind and and were yeah. honest about that I like that they had some lady balls to call him out in front there, of the whole group there you go you know and the other the other thing I wrote you know in terms of authenticity, I wrote down if if Pete likes any of these girls as much as he seems to like football, he's going to be really happy because he seemed to be incredibly excited running around the football field. And when somebody scored a touchdown or where somebody got taken out, he was just jumping around like like a kid on Christmas. He 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 seemed he seemed he's a very he, passionate guy. He seemed much more passionate about football than he has about any of these girls so far. So uh, I, I hope he can. None of them are Hannah Brown. Well, I hope he can find find the one that. That ignites that passion in him. So. Okay, so so let's move to the wrong reasons. At first, I had I was thinking like Alea, she's coming in again. This is all wrong. But you know what? After this episode, I'm singing a different song. My wrong reason of the week goes to Victoria P. She just seems like a two faced liar right now. Very fake. She's trying to play act all innocent and sweet and be like Peter. This is my truth. Like. We only knew each other for three hours. We didn't really spend a weekend in Las Vegas together. I wouldn't consider her a real friend, even though they did go to Las Vegas together. I just think that like her saying her truth is like, it's not the truth. It's a lie. So 
I, she's, she's just not as innocent as she seems. And when she gets called out on it, she just starts crying. And so I think Peter's good to start doubting that relationship with her. So good job, Peter. I, I, I think that's fine. I, I did have Alea down as, as a wrong reason and that she just has this, this look whenever she's walking around with the girls, like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I know things and I'm, I'm here just to create trouble and drama. And I just think she's a weasel. I mean, and, and she just seems more concerned about what everybody thinks of her as opposed to having a relationship with Peter. And, and even though she is, one of the p- girls that I picked to make the final four, which after last week's episode, I didn't have anyone left. And now I have one again. Uh, I do think that uh, I, I don't think she is there for the right reason. And, and I, I find her to be very unlikable. Okay. Well, you're great at first impression picks then. Uh, should we go into our picks with that? Well, how are we doing? I, I, I know that I've, I'm in better shape this week than I was last week uh, with Alea, but... Uh, You're back from the dead. I don't think um, she's going to be back for long. Yeah, so we didn't really see much of my picks. Kelly was the quarterback of the Killer Bees team. She had a nice arm on her that Peter noticed. Um, you know, I think that Kelly and Madison are getting downplayed now because, you know, they're going to make it far, so we don't need to see that much of them right now. And Madison seemed very heated about tying at the end of the game. Makes sense since she's, uh, she used to play basketball, like mm-hmm. she was the state champion, MVP, whatever. So being competitive makes sense. And then for, for Alea, um, I, I have to give her a little bit of credit. I think that the girls are being really awful to her. She's been through a lot, and uh, I don't think any of it would have happened if people just kind of kept their nose in their own business. And to be fair to Alea, I would, if I was in her shoes, I would have assumed that everyone knew about Victoria Epp and Chase Rice, too, because that's just crazy. So when she was telling people about it, I think that is kind of normal. But uh, I also I don't think it's a big deal, and Victoria F like, really went in on her and I don't think she deserves all the hate. So Alea's winning back my good graces this week, even though you put her for wrong reasons. Well, and, and, and you know, I will also say that uh, I, I, I'm not going to say this is wrong reason, but Victoria F worries me just because she seems way too dramatic in that Peter has had girlfriends before. He had a whole relationship with Hannah Brown that was on TV. I think it is a very fair assumption to think that all of these girls or most of these girls have had boyfriends or relationships with people. It's sort of very weird that uh, it happened to be the singer that's providing the entertainment, but I, I don't think that that's cause for, uh, you know, that, that she should have been as upset about it as she was. And she just seemed to go to go nuts of, oh, my God, I, I have this awful secret that I have to tell you. So anyway. Yeah. So, I, and uh, and one, one other suggestion that I might have, you know, just because as we start to weed out some of our picks, I'm wondering if maybe this section in our podcast should morph to uh, trying to figure out which of these contestants are going to end up in that uh, at that island place. What's it called? 
Bachelor in Paradise that a, mo- a majority of them are going to be in paradise. That's too easy. Oh, is it? I, I don't know these things. I mean, I, I, I have a pig, I have a particular name for that island, which which, you know, I'm, I'm not I think that show is even worse than this show. But anyway, I, I think we, we can figure that I one out. I think we too. should turn this into our bachelorette pick who we think will be our next bachelorette. Well, I, I would have to think about that. So we'll think about that for next week. Okay. Um, so MVP of the episode, I took this one very literally this week. Um, I'm giving it to Sheehan for four rushing touchdowns in the football game. Pretty impressive. Uh, you know, I didn't really see anyone else really stand out this week. So I was like, let's just, let's just go with the, the MVP of the game. Um, however, she did cry during the rose ceremony because she didn't get to talk to Peter first. That was pretty weak, but I'm just I'm overlooking that for her four rushing touchdowns. A, a pretty impressive display of of, uh, of football there, and you know, and I would have I sort of I sort of assumed that that Tammy Sammy or or Madison was going to be the one that excelled in in the football game. So I was I was impressed to see. Uh, Sheehan do well there. And DeAndre, I think, also seemed to have a good game from what I could tell. So so, yeah. kudos, so kudos to them. Um, yeah, everyone keep this in mind for uh, your Bachelor Fantasy Football League. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure where to find that. And, and uh, anyway, but so 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 i i always like to uh, give some fatherly advice uh, at the end but i also like to remind people that they should be uh, checking out all the mesh podcasts because the folks at the mesh are kind enough to uh, host our podcast but if you go to www.themesh.tv you can find uh, a whole bunch of podcasts there and if you're interested in uh advertising on our podcast or any you know you can contact them at info at the mesh.tv so i always like to remind people of that and then uh you know as far as fatherly advice goes um i i have some for peter like and i i, I agree with exactly what with what you're saying i think uh you know when He's he's a very he's very poor at making decisions. He always seems to be second guessing himself. You know, I think he's you know you you got to make some decisions and and move forward. And he just seems to be so joyless through this process. He does not seem to be enjoying himself at all. You know, and and, and uh, you know, I wrote down, hey, when you're in the candy store, it's okay to try some of the candy. I mean, you've got all these wonderful women who are interested in being with you, so. So spend some time with them. Enjoy yourself a little bit. Don't be just beating yourself up about, oh, no, I might have sent the wrong one home or did this, blah, blah, blah. Well, he did send the wrong one home. Week two, Hannah Brown. (sighs) Anyway, uh, also for Pete, you need to work on your conversation skills. I just sort of feel like the, the conversations he has with people are so... So so limited, and I know we're only seeing certain things and certain parts, but you know it just sort of feels like, regardless of what people tell him, he's always saying, "Oh, you're so open and honest," and and you know he did have a a, a more interesting or or intimate conversation with the champagne Kelsey. girl, but but I just get the feeling like if someone said, "Peter, I have a cat. His name is Max," you know they he would look at. It and say, I can't believe you're so open and honest with me. You know, that's, that's so cool. He's got to pick it up. Yeah. We're not sure how much substance goes into Peter Weber, but he sure is cute. 
Uh, okay, okay. Well, it, you know, if you're actually thinking of marrying someone, I hope you find the right balance between cuteness and substance. Um, it, more Peter advice. Don't trust Kelsey, the champagne girl. Going to be a bad. Things are going to go bad there. Fatherly advice. This is important. Yeah, they they went to Cedar Rapids. Obviously, they closed down the park so they could ride all the rides. But you know, father that was called Cedar Point. Okay, Cedar Point. Okay, Cedar Point. Uh, if you're going to Cedar Point, if you're going to Disney World, Universal, wherever, look at those schedules because you don't want to be standing in line the whole time. You know, you really want to try to plan your vacation when there aren't as many people there. They're not going to close the park for you, but you know, if you if you go in July, you're going to be sweating and standing in lots of lines. You really want to get out there, check out the websites. Well, pro tip: just date the bachelor, and you won't have to deal with lines. Pro tip there. Uh, that's not a fatherly advice tip, though. And my final piece of fatherly advice, girls, don't sleep on Cleveland. I've been to Cleveland. There's there's <laughs> stuff to do in Cleveland. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is cool. I went to an they arena. Very excited once they got there. They had great things to say. Well, I, yeah, their their initial reaction, you know, not so much. Do you remember the movie The Rocker with uh, the guy that played Dwight Schrute from The Office? Vaguely, they you know, they they end up playing in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and like a band plays there that's lip syncing, and they get booed off the stage, and the lead singer screams, uh, "Go back to Cleveland, Cleveland!" So I I really just thought that the whole Cleveland thing, you know, you're you're showing a lot, you're throwing a lot of shade at Cleveland. I like Cleveland. People should go visit Cleveland, enjoy themselves in Cleveland. All right. Well, with that, uh, before we wrap up, I have a quick note. Last week, we talked about how people aren't drinking much beer. Did you notice that while at Cedar Point, Victoria F. and Peter had a nice beer? I, I now that I think of it, I, I do notice that. You think they're? Do you think they're listening to me? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm glad someone's taking oh, yeah. my advice. Yes, they're definitely you know retrospectively listening to you and like oh we should edit in some beer drinking for next week's episode. Well, there there you go. Cheers, cheers to them. And and I don't know if you watched the very end when the credits were running, but Peter's not a good yeah. basketball player. He's not a good basketball player. He should stick to uh, I guess kissing and football and plane flying. So uh, with that, um, if you enjoy our podcast, you can listen to it. Uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of those f- cool places. Tune in next week. Looks like we have a lot more tiers that are going to be happening. Hopefully a one-on-one date with someone that Peter actually likes. Uh, we'll just have to wait and find out. So come back next week and we'll discuss it. Uh, um, you'll get to hear it from the right perspective, mine and my dad. So great reasons to come back next week. We'll see you then. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.